0: Welcome to the Duke's Vote podcast by the James Madison Center for Civic Engagement, the podcast for JMU students seeking to learn more about civic engagement, our campus, and what it means to be a civically engaged member of our college community. I'm Leah Surabell, a junior anthropology major and fellow for the Madison Center for Civic Engagement.
1: And I'm Aaron Boffman, a senior philosophy major and fellow for the Madison Center.
0: So this episode will involve going over what a complete voting plan looks like and what voting in person and absentee looks like this year.
1: So, if i'm going to vote in person what would that look like
0: so first you need to have a valid id with you and what you what qualifies as a valid id is a virginia's driver's license a virginia dmv card a u.s military id a u.s passport a current utility bill bank statement government check or paycheck containing the name and address of the voter there's also a list of valid voter IDs on the Virginia election site you can take a look at. What we really want to highlight is that you can use your JMU student ID to vote uh, because that is provided by the university and we're a state entity. Um, And we also need to remember that you cannot use an out of state ID to vote. So if you're a JMU student living on campus and registered to vote in Harrisonburg and you have an out of state driver's license, you can vote on Election Day with your JMU ID. If you forget your ID and you show up to vote in person, you can fill out what's called a provisional ballot. And this is a ballot in which you sign, uh, promising that you are registered to vote in that precinct and you register to vote in Virginia and you are who you say you are. And the Department of Elections will review that after the election, but your vote will be counted.
1: And after I vote in person, I will get the sticker. This is I voted, right?
0: Yeah, you'll get a vote. You'll get an I voted sticker,
1: Okay, I've been looking forward to that one. <laughs> Let's say i were to go vote and not get my i voted sticker but i really wanted a sticker on that day is there anything i can do to make it be known that i have voted
0: well jamie civic is actually running an i voted sticker competition currently so we'll be handing out the winner of the i voted sticker competition stickers on election day around campus so you can find us tabling and if you like an I voted sticker and you forgot to get one or just love stickers find us on campus tabling around a dining hall or the on-campus voting location Godwin
1: so let's say I would so let's say I am not able to vote in person for some reason um what would I need to do to vote by mail or vote absentee
0: well, a great thing about voting absentee is you don't even need a reason to vote absentee. You don't need an excuse to vote absentee in person and early or via mail. But if you find yourself in a position where you would like to vote absentee, you can find all the information you need at vote.elections.virginia.gov voter information. And you can apply for an, a mail-in ballot by October 28th and you can do that online and you should get your ballot in the mail soon after.
1: Once I get my absentee ballot in the mail, what do I need to do with it to ensure I get it where it needs to be on time to make sure my vote counts, and my voice is heard?
0: So when you get your ballot in the mail, you'll fill it out and it'll have paid uh, postage on it. So you can just throw it into the mailbox once you finish and seal it back up. You can return it via mail, or if you wanna go in person to the registrar's office, you can do that too, But if you're already gonna be at the Registrar's Office, you can just walk to the voting location, the early voting anyway. So we'd recommend just turning it in via mail.
1: Okay. Um, so once I've put my absentee ballot in the mail, is there any way I can track the progress thereof or that it will be I will be notified about its uh, reception?
0: Absolutely. Once you put your ballot back into the mail, you can go again to vote.elections.virginia.gov slash voter information. And in the same way that you applied for that mail-in ballot, you can track the status of your ballot. You can see if it's been received by the registrar's office and counted there. And you can also, if you have an issue, see the procedures for making sure that you get your vote counted in this election.
1: So let's say I were to get an absentee ballot and for some reason I was not able to get it in the mail or I just decided I no longer wanted to vote by mail. Would I be able to go vote in person? And if so, would I need to do anything with my absentee ballot to make sure I could do so?
0: If you applied for an absentee ballot and then decide that you don't wanna vote absentee, you can bring your ballot with you to the precinct and you can vote in person there instead. Additionally, if you forgot that you applied for an absentee ballot, and don't have it with you when you show up to the precinct, or if you just didn't receive it in the mail, you can fill out a provisional ballot instead.
1: So let's say I want to vote by mail. Um, I know I need to request an absentee ballot. I'm assuming I probably need to get that done by a certain date. When would that be?
0: Yes. So first you would already need to be registered to vote. And unfortunately that deadline has already passed. So if you are registered to vote, you can request a mail-in ballot by Friday, October 28th, 2022, at 5 p.m. Uh, that is the last day to request a ballot by mail.
1: And let's say for some reason my absentee ballot, I couldn't get it in by November 8th. Um, is there anything that I can do with that to make it count or has I, have I missed my opportunity?
0: In the same way that there's a deadline for applying for a ballot by mail, there's a deadline to turn it back in and that deadline is also election day. So turn in your ballot by mail before election day.
1: If I did not want to request an absentee ballot for some reason, but I still wanted to vote and I knew I was not available to do so on November 8th, is there any other avenue for me to vote?
0: A great thing about Harrisonburg is that you can vote here any day of the week monday through friday up until the week of the election from 8 30 a.m until 4 30 p.m at city hall you can also vote on the two saturdays before the election so october 29th and november 5th the times that those are open at city hall are 8 30 a.m to 4 30 p.m on the 29th and on the 5th you can actually go all the way until 5 p.m
1: and I'm assuming the process for this early in-person voting would be pretty similar to the process of voting in person on election day itself. Would that be correct?
0: Yeah, it's it's quite close. And a good thing about voting in person uh, before election day is that you will likely experience pretty short lines. And in the same way that you you can vote absentee by mail with no excuse, you can vote in person with no excuse as well. You would need everything that you would need to vote in person on election day, like you would need to be a registered voter of Harrisonburg. You would need to provide your name and address and you need to show an acceptable form of ID.
1: So let's say I live off campus and I'll be voting on election day, but I'm not sure where I need to go to vote. Uh, is there a way that I can find that information out easily?
0: On our website, jmu.edu vote, there's a section titled registering and voting FAQs on the left menu with a complete list of off campus, apartments and the corresponding precincts. If you don't see your living location under this list, you can also look at vote.elections.virginia.gov slash voter information.
1: And that would be the address that I'm currently registered at, correct?
0: Yes, it would be. And we also would like to remind all of our on-campus students that you can vote on campus. Godwin Hall is our precinct location.
1: So now that I know that I can vote by in-person, or absentee by mail or early in person, and also how to find out where to vote in person. Is there anything else I should be aware of before heading to vote uh, on election day?
0: Have you thought about how you're going to get to the precinct?
1: I have not yet. Um, I guess I'd probably drive because I live off campus, but if I lived on campus like I have in the past, I'd probably walk to Godwin. Um, I'm sure that I also could have used the bus if I was on campus. and I also probably could have carpooled with a friend to go off campus as well.
0: We also recommend including in your voting plan possibly who you're voting with. Think about asking some friends if they'd like to go to the precinct with you. If you guys can all drive together or if you all can write your voting plans together and then all go to the precincts. Figuring out transportation before election day is key though. Don't forget to keep in mind that you could walk, drive, take public transit or carpool to the precincts.
1: So I know that my days can get rather hectic and that if I don't plan things out, sometimes they won't get done. Um, Is it important in your mind to kind of put in my calendar, like go vote at this time and make sure I stick to that?
0: That sounds like a great idea. First figuring out if you're going to be voting on election day and if you're not, when you'll be voting is key to writing a voting plan. So to reiterate, the in-person voting dates that are early and not on Election Day are Monday through Friday until November 5th, and the two Saturdays before Election Day. The polls are also open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Keep in mind that you'll need to factor in getting to the voting location, getting to the voting location on time.
1: So let's say I get to my polling location at like 6.50 p.m. because some stuff happened earlier in the day that disrupted my plan. But I really want to make sure I vote and get my voice heard. Should I stay in line at 6.50 or will they send me home or what should I do?
0: If you see a line when you show up to the precinct on Election Day, if you got into the line before 7, keep waiting and you can vote.
1: So I'm not a big fan of surprises so is there anything i can do ahead of time to become aware of what options will be ahead of me when i get to my voting location or opened up my absentee ballot
0: if you need any more information then we recommend you take a look at our voting faqs on our website again at jmu.edu vote we include a sample ballot at the end of the page so you can see exactly what the ballot that will that you'll be seeing on election day looks like and as well as that we have a page called the 2022 elections connection which has links to all of the candidates that are going to be on the ballot's pages. So you can get educated on the issues before you get to the voting booth.
1: So I've got a bit of a plan formed so far. I think I'll be driving to my polling location on election day. I'll probably go around like 3 p.m. and I'll look at the the options on the ballot beforehand using that sample ballot. But let's say that my plan gets disrupted and I need help forming it back together, because I've forgotten some of what we've talked about today. Is there any resources you would point me to to do such?
0: If you need any help writing or revising a voting plan, feel free to reach out to JMU Civic. You can stop by our office, or you can contact us via social media. You can also email us at civic at jmu.edu.
1: Well, I think I've learned a fair bit today, and I'm looking forward to voting now.
0: Lastly, we recommend that you consider why you're voting in this election and consider learning what's on the ballot before Election Day. If you'd like a brief overview, in addition to all the resources we've already outlined, you can actually listen to our last episode of this podcast where we talk about what's on this ballot.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Duke's Vote podcast. We hope you enjoy learning about what is needed to vote in this year's election.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Duke's Vote podcast. Editing was done by Leia Surabell, Democracy Fellow for Communications in the Madison Center for Civic Engagement. Production was done by Leia Surabell and Aaron Boffman, Democracy Fellow for the Madison Center for Civic Engagement. Randy Budnikus, JMU Director of Digital Marketing, provides syndication for our program. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can connect and engage with us online at, at JMU Civic on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Learn more about the James Madison Center for Civic Engagement at James Madison University at jmu.edu/slash civic. We'll see you next time.